Welcome to episode 51 of the Collector's Quest podcast. Hey, guess what? It's our anniversary. Kat and I have been doing this for a full year. That's right, a year. So in this episode, we just kind of talk about what that year's been like. Some of our favorite moments, some of our favorite guests. And we'd also like for you guys to chime in and tell us some of the stuff you liked over the last year. And then maybe some of the stuff you didn't like or what you want to see more of and less of. Uh, I think we have some good guests coming too, and I know everyone likes that. So nothing to nothing to to really push except i do want to remind everyone in february the expo for the socal retro gaming expo is coming back it's a biannual event this is this is the big one though because now they've switched facilities it's going to be three times as large lots more vendors i'm going to have a lot more details and i'll be posting about it all the time i'm super excited for this so just Start to start to feel and save your money for that. Well, and of course Christmas, because that's on the way. But uh, yeah, SoCal Retro Gaming Expo coming in February. Details to follow. And now sit back and relax. Here's the episode. another episode of collector's quest i'm cat here with johnny hey cat how's it going it's good how are you oh you know hanging in there hanging in there yeah. <laughs> that's good i guess yeah no i'm i'm fine i i don't you know i always want to do something weird with this intro and i'm like just uh everything is good same intro yeah okay everything's well, fine good is better than it being bad i guess yeah i i have no drama so everything is uh just good so no starting off rants right off the bat today well let me think uh no pretty good everything okay. and i'm not even feeling very ranty but give it a minute i could get there okay well we'll see if you need wrangling today then we'll see probably i mean it's like an everyday job so okay well it is what it is <laughs> yeah you you get it for like an hour a week and my wife is unfortunately the rest except when she's at work that i'm left to my own devices and i can do anything i want (laughs) is that a bad thing or a good thing um it can be it can be a bad thing um, okay because i get a little mouthy and (laughs) uh you know if my wife is around like if if somebody says something stupid to me and my wife is around i will uh do the adult thing and just continue on with my day not worry about them but if my wife isn't there and that's not like every time but if my wife isn't there i might respond because i'm like i'm only embarrassing myself and no one else so i can go ahead and you know shout something back at this idiot or be more confrontational right right yeah okay yeah it it can happen i mean it's it's uh it's less of a problem than it used to be but it well you know i'm a mouthy guy Okay, well, I, I guess that, you know, pairs well with your little rants. That makes sense. They go hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and you're good? You're feeling fine? Oh, yeah, I feel good. I'm not usually the one who rants. 
Well, I mean, just because you don't rant doesn't mean you can't be like Grumble's McGrumble face. Like, mm. no, I'm generally generally pretty happy. Well, I mean, I'm happy too. <laughs> doesn't mean I don't like to rant. Sometimes. No, I'm I'm good. I'm in laid back mode today. You're in laid back mode. Well, yeah. it's uh makes sense. It's a Sunday afternoon for yeah. you, right? Yep. All right. Cool. And it's kind of like crappy and rainy out, so it's just kind of like a I don't know a relaxed day. I wish it was crappy and rainy here. It's hot. No, it's cold here. You can have the cold weather. I'll take the hot weather. Yeah. So uh, it well makes perfect sense that we're talking about the weather because <laughs> this is the Collector's Quest weather podcast, after all. Okay, hey, we have done this for a long time now, so we can't, we can't not have the weather update in there. It just wouldn't feel right. Right, and especially since, you know, this is kind of a big episode. Yes, it is. Yeah, so why? why, why? Tell, tell everybody why. So this is one whole year of Collector's Quest with me. <laughs> yes, we are, we are over the one-year mark. We have an anniversary. Actually, it happened in October, but we were in Halloween mode, so we figured... Yes. We delay. Yeah, and I feel like adding it to November makes sense for me anyways, because that's when my other anniversary is, like my anniversary with my wife. So now I can just keep November as an anniversary month and just remember it. Well, that's good. I'm terrible with dates, so I always try and make anything significant sync up with something that I can remember or things like that, so I totally get it. Yep. So, yeah. All right. We've been doing this for one year. I mean, there there was... Some podcasts before you, four brief episodes that were kind of sporadic and uh, really only established the name of the the podcast. For those of you who don't know, this was originally a show that I did with a, a friend named Bobby who then um, took other employment opportunities. Not that this is a job, but a, a job that would not let him publicly discuss video games. So kudos for him for getting something sweet and uh, good for me because then we got Cat and... Now we've been doing it for a year. And 45 episodes later. Yeah, 45 episodes. This is episode 51 for overall, so that is actually your 46 episode. Yes, but not including this one. We've had 45 yeah. episodes so far. Yes. So <laughs> This will be 46. Yeah, so we're going to be a little self-indulgent this episode, right? And we're going to talk about a, a little bit about the podcast. Some Something about games, obviously, but you know we're going to kind of reflect back on on how this year went. Yeah, oh, absolutely. We're, I feel like a year down the road, you're allowed to be a little self-indulgent. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, honestly, I'm a little self-indulgent a lot on the podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> so Just keep it going. Yeah, just uh, look, if you guys are still here, you already knew that. So if you're offended <laughs> at this point, I got to ask, didn't you see this coming? Like, really? Come on. And if you are offended and you've stuck along around this long, I want to know why. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I can answer for those people. And okay. I, it, it's you, Kat. I, they're, they definitely aren't here for me. <laughs> I don't know. You've got pretty good rants. I, I've been tuned in to listen to your rants. You know, there are a few people uh, I do know who enjoy the rants, and um, they comment on it. So, But I don't think I'm the draw. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's the podcast as a whole. I like that scenario. Let's go for that one. Okay, fine. Oh, okay. I'm trying to be diplomatic. Why don't you just take the credit? You're like, yep, they're here for me. <laughs> I already said this was about me earlier when we said it was one year with me. <laughs> okay. oh, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. All right. So um, I guess we should talk about some of the things that have happened. Like uh, what? I, here's an easy one. I'll toss you. 
what so far in this year has been your favorite episode? I had to think about that because I feel like it's hard. There are definitely some favorites, but I think a lot of my favorites are like the top fives. Like we did obviously the top five spooky games and we did PS3 and, but of all of the top fives that we've done, because I really enjoy them because it forces me to think about what games I'd really put and narrow it down. My favorite was the top five NES because we had those restrictions. So no Mario, no Metroid, no Zelda in the title, no Capcom, you know, things like that. So it made me think of my favorites that maybe aren't as mainstream. Okay, that's that's fair. Uh, and now I'm going to I'm going to throw one of my caveats at you again. OK, so now you've picked one that wasn't an interview. Now yeah. pick a, a favorite interview, a favorite guest. Oh, man, that's hard because I did have I don't think I could pick a favorite. I do have some favorites because no, I found alienate them. alienate the rest of them. Pick one. No, no, I don't have one. <laughs> no, just it's fine. They don't listen. <laughs> they don't listen. Um, no, I really don't have one. I, I do have a few of my top favorites. Um, I really um, enjoyed when we talked to Rose Color Gaming because anything in the kind of production and like engineering and making kind of relates to me because I obviously make things. So I found that was interesting because it was gaming, but in a different aspect. Um, I loved when we talked to Haiti from Retro Gaming. Yeah, Haiti was a good guest. Um, amazing collection and just some neat things that I don't know as much about. So it was a really cool learning experience for me. And to throw some Canadian love out there, I really like talking to Cam, who's 16-bit on Instagram. Um, because it was really cool to see somebody who collects kind of really across the board and, and share some, you know, Canadian gaming love with that awesome Mattel logo. Okay. All right. Fair enough. You know. You're being nationalistic, but that's fine. You can you can be a nationalist right now. Okay, I think we've d decided that I'm probably the more diplomatic of the two of us. I think that's been established for a while. Oh, okay, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. All right. So then, your favorite guest or guests? I'm not going to be as picky as you. You're allowed to have more than one. There's 50 episodes for. Okay. You know. <laughs> well, uh, okay. My favorite guest episode was probably the episode with Dane, which was one of our earlier ones, and he was the founder of Nintendo H, and that's episode 20 if you guys haven't checked it out. Just because I, I learned a lot. I mean, I spent a lot of time on Nintendo Age, uh, you know, and I still visit that site. So it was interesting to have him on and have that conversation. You know, that was, it was an insight and a, an angle of Nintendo Age I hadn't really experienced. So that was, that was interesting for me. Like, I don't know if that was the most exciting or anything, but that was the one that kind of sticks with me as like, uh, it was like just illuminating and uh, more directly tied to me than say some of the epi other episodes. Though I did really enjoy talking with with Haiti, and we're like I wanted to get them back on uh, the geeky gals girls. Yeah, we had talked about it, and then like we just both got so busy, and then I couldn't schedule it in, and she got married, and uh, and I didn't want to do it like during that period where she was like ramping up to the wedding. So I yeah. I want to get her back hopefully in the beginning of the new year. I reach out to her, see if she can bring the girls on with her. Oh, gal, yeah. I think in the, the new year, we want to revisit some of maybe our favorite guests and bring them back. Yeah. So um, Dane was a good one. I really enjoyed talking to her. I really enjoyed talking to Holly in the last one, just again, because I didn't know much about that. So it was interesting to hear. You know, I've enjoyed talking to all of our guests. They've all brought something different to the table. You know, I, I enjoy talking to Aaron, uh, who is Nintendo Twizzer. We've, we've had a lot of good guests. We've been really lucky, um, I think. 
and all of them have brought some some really good insights to the table. Yeah, I think that we've been really lucky to have just really cool guests and guests that are kind of across the board from everything to Nintendo to Sega to everything in between. Yeah, well, I mean, we maybe are a little Nintendo centric sometimes, but I feel like our guests have been uh, more global than than sometimes what we are on the podcast. Oh, and like like we're like forgetting the Lord Sega episode. That was a fun episode. That was a fun episode, and that was kind of informative for me because I, I'm definitely more of a Nintendo collector. Yeah. Um, also, I would say that as far as the guest, I think I think that was one of uh, the favorite guest interviews. Um, like not not guest, but I'm sorry, listener interviews. I think people really enjoyed that episode because I got a, a lot of comments on that one. Yeah, that was a really good episode. I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's one I've gone back to and listened to after we've recorded it also. Nice. Um, yeah, and so he, that's who our favorite guests have been, but we would like to hear from you guys when we throw this up. Tell us who your favorite guest was or or who, who you thought was uh, the best person on. I know I actually um, talked to – I was at a retro event last night um, for the Lost Levels. They had Super Madness on which is a, a band um that does like retro covers kind of metally retro covers and uh was cool i was thinking maybe we should try and get them on one day but uh excite by games with us there and he was telling me like some of the guests he really enjoyed hearing so yeah it was uh i would like to hear from from our listeners what they think yeah, and because I think that's really obviously why we do this as the listeners. So it helps us kind of plan for what to do next so we can give you guys the best episodes. Yeah, and I, I will say my, my favorite, like, just standard. Uh, like, I like the top fives, but I'm also very fond of, like, the informational episodes we do. Okay, yeah. And when we did the, like, I mean, it's a little clickbaity on the title, but uh, most expensive NES games. Yes. You know, when we did that, um, I, I really liked that episode because I, I felt like we were giving valuable information back to the people who listened to us to go use. And I, I did have people mention to me that they had taken that knowledge and then, you know, applied it to their collecting. So that felt good. Well, and I think it's part of what we've wanted all along is to be able to have fun episodes and interviews and all different things, but also have things that are relevant to collecting. Right. And building a collection and how to do it, you know, the best possible way. Yeah. Um, I also really enjoyed uh, when we made up our own sequels. That was a fun episode to prepare for. Yeah, that was fun. And I still, nobody's made me a Panic Restaurant sequel. Come on, guys. Somebody's yeah. got to make this. Yeah, somebody should get on that. I really need it. Not want it. I need it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, huh. Here's one. Maybe you don't have an answer for it. Uh, what's the most awkward thing I've said to you on the podcast? Okay, can we talk about... Okay, I have a really good answer for this, but it kind of ties into what I would say the most surprising thing we've talked about, and that was actually in, in last week's episode on your uh, little trip down the rabbit hole on the lunch oh, topic oh. of discussion. That's. I'm sorry, I know it ties into two, but it's very relevant to both of those categories. Oh, okay, so my made-up venereal disease was your, your most surprising and also most awkward, least favorite thing we've talked about on the podcast? Yes, because usually my wrangling is like you go on a rant or something like that. Usually it's just not in that direction. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, no, I, I have so many ways I can go wrong. 
you you don't know all the you can't know someone after a year cat uh, it can go i have so many ways and angles of attack here it's i'm gonna keep surprising you with horrible things so as this continues on there will be many more trips down the rabbit hole i guess everybody so stay tuned it'll be interesting yeah uh try not to get lunch so <laughs> Luckily, it doesn't really exist, so you should be okay. Uh, sounds like it could, though. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds yeah. awful. So that it does was... sound awful. Um, so that was I... my. But I have a question. What was the most surprising thing that you talked about? Because you do have a lot of rants, so I feel like there must have been a rant that was there one that you reflected and be like, "Why the hell did I talk about that?" No, because I'm never surprised by those. Okay, so those that's one fine. like that's built into my DNA. In fact, <laughs> okay. uh, I was talking to Excite Bike and. Uh, he was like, uh, I was, I don't know, he got me on something, and I started to rant a little bit. He's like, ah, oh, this is awesome. It's just like uh, on one of your episodes. I'm like, yeah, those episodes aren't actually, like, choreographed. I rant because that's what I do sometimes. Uh, you know, that's not just for show. So I was, <laughs> That's I was, just uh, genuinely you. Yeah, that's just how I am a little bit. Uh, I mean, I'm a little more sarcastic in real life, maybe. I'm also a little nicer. I know that's okay. I know that seems like a contradiction. Um let's see. Most surprising things most surprising thing I talked about. I would And it say, doesn't have to be a rant. Like if you yeah. want to like subject matter or something, that's fine. Yeah, I, I think when we when we had to talk about well here here's a thing that was surprising and this was this has nothing to do with uh the episode proper, but well, maybe I'll save that. I'll, I'll save that one. Now now I have to think. You're going to have to give me two seconds, because now I'm like, what? what is, you've surprised me with this this question. Okay, well, let's circle back to that and go for something a little bit easier. So um, as our listeners and anybody who tunes in, especially on Instagram, has known, we have artwork that changes constantly. So what's your favorite artwork? What's my favorite artwork? Yeah. Shh. Gosh, that one's easy. It's the the one we have up this month right now the, with the, the little pumpkin wizard. Of course, I figured given the Halloween, the Halloween artwork would be your favorite. But just I was just curious, and I'm curious for everybody who listens, what's your favorite? Yeah. Also, like if you look at that that one, doesn't that look like that could be in Ghost and Goblins? Oh yeah, I love it. That was a hard. Like I would say that's probably my second favorite, but it didn't quite make my top. Also, what people don't know is I, the guy who does the art for us, I had him working on that a year ago, and then, like, he did some other ones in between because we couldn't quite get it right, and that pumpkin wizard went through a ton of iterations. Uh, like, for, uh, usually he's, like, great, and he can almost, uh, read my mind, and gets what I want after, like, a, a paragraph email, like, hey, this is kind of what I'm looking for, this is what I think would be cool, he usually knocks it out, no problem. And for some reason on this one, like, he eventually wound up scrapping the whole thing because he wasn't happy with what where it was going. Not that the stuff he'd done was bad, it just wasn't the direction I wanted or or that he wanted. And uh, then we eventually got to this one, and it became really good. But I, I should throw up art of the first one because the first pumpkin wizard is adorable. He's adorable. He is ador- He's like all chubby and he's got like a, a cornucopia hat on. He he is darling. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know. that just sounds hilarious. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, he you know, 
you just want to maybe give him a hug. Yeah, like, he didn't look so much like a wizard. He looked like a brawler. Like, it, it was really funny. That's too funny. Yeah, I mean, the, the art and stuff on it was cool. He's interesting looking, and it's actually pretty cool. And in some ways, I would say the art is probably better than the actual pumpkin wizard we got, but it just wasn't uh, thematically what I was looking for. Yeah, it wasn't your vision. Right. So, that, yeah, that was a funny one. And most surprising, I can go back to that real quick before we get into your favorite art. Okay. Is when we talked about the Nintendo uh, Switch, which is now called the Nintendo Switch. But when we had to be like, oh, by the way, Nintendo is announcing a new console. What the hell? What? <laughs> what? Like, what is going on here? The Nintendo Wii U is like barely in its prime. And okay, I guess we're doing this thing now. Well, yeah, that was a, that was kind of a surprise. I can agree with you on that one. Yeah. So I think that was like the most surprising topic that we we kind of had to bring up. And I mean, we don't get into modern stuff too much, but that affects, you know, that uh, that essentially then takes Nintendo, I, I guess, will take Wii U off the shelves and turn it into a collector system. Yep, that's true. So that that's an interesting point. So even though, you know, like you said, we're not primarily focused on newer stuff, you're right, sometimes it does have an impact. Yeah. So what is your favorite artwork? Okay, my favorite artwork, that's really easy for me. My favorite is the one with the mummy. Oh, is it? Yeah. Where we changed up the font and stuff? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, that one is my favorite. I just, I like how much detail is in it with the background and the bricks and then, you know, the artifacts that are off in the shadows and stuff like that. Um, I, I, I don't know why. It just happened to be my favorite. Every time we look through all of them, I'm like, no, that's still my favorite. Yeah, that one's really good. I, I also really like the color scheme on that one. Yeah, I just, I think I like the element of details. Like, they're all very detailed, but some just have that little bit extra. And for that one, that's it for me. Yeah, that, that's, that's a really good one. I mean... We don't really have any, I don't think like we have any bad ones. No. Definitely uh, layers there. Like I really like the one we had last month with um, like the very Castlevania-esque one. Yes. So that that one was like cool. Um, and you can see where we kind of draw our inspiration like, oh, that was like kind of castlevania And then that one, other one, this one is kind of Ghost and Goblins. Yeah. So they're, you know, and then our very first one was kind of RPG looking. Yeah. Yeah, um, I still remember that one well. <laughs> yeah, that one actually changed uh, because originally that was the first one we had, and that was uh, I didn't like the wizard. I didn't like uh, the wizard character, which I guess which was me, and yes. because we had three different characters in it, and we had a, a knight. The knight was okay; he was just whatever. And that, but then the wizard was like in green, and he had this stupid hat, and he looked—I don't know—he just didn't look very wizardy. I mean, he looked like a, a dumb wizard. So then I was like, no, I want to be, you know, more Moses on the mountain wizard looking. I want to look like I just dragged a tablet past a burning bush and down a mountain to my people. Like, I want to look a little haggard and old and stuff. So, and I, I think he did a good job of uh, getting that. Well, and if the wizard is supposed to be you, I think you're allowed to be picky about how you look. Yeah, well, I figured uh, the little elf warrior is more you. And then, you know, if we were going to pick, uh, if they were avatars of us, then obviously the wizard is me. Okay, fair enough. So uh, fair I, got, enough. I got like a white goatee, so yeah, I wanted like a big white beard. Yeah, you wanted it to be somewhat, you know, resemble you, right? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except that. I don't think you run around with a cloak all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> Not all the time, just sometimes. <laughs> I can tell you, in the last week, I've worn wizard robes. Well, well, Halloween did just happen. 
That is correct. Okay, please tell me it was on Halloween. I'm going to leave you in suspense. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> Moving on! <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> I wouldn't have told you anyways. Okay, well, fine. Oh, See, yeah. it doesn't matter that we're moving on. I wouldn't have known anyway. No, maybe I would have. Maybe you could have convinced me. No, I don't think so. Okay. I, I'm not that curious. Uh, apart from my name, I'm really not that much of a curious person. No? Are you sure? No. No, I'm really not. I'm good with people being like, I'm not telling you. I'm like, okay, cool. Oh, well, fine. You are boring. You're boring then. No, I am not boring. Sometimes I send videos. I'm not boring. <laughs> yeah, I, that's true. We we there was a see guys the stuff you don't know about cat. It's exactly and quite hilarious. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes, most of the time, most of the time. Okay, I try. I try and be entertaining. All right. Uh, what's what's I'm gonna wrangle you and myself hey. back on task. Okay. What were what were some other moments that uh from this year stood out for you? Like, let's, I guess I can narrow that a little bit for you. Um, where, like, from when you started, um, what what do you find to be different from when we started to, to now? Is there, do you feel like anything changed? You know, is it is it the same? Or, uh, you know, where do you feel like we, we've gone different from the podcast or where we started a year ago to where we are? Well, I think the biggest thing is obviously after a year, you and I know each other a whole lot better and there are so many more inside jokes or silly little things. So I think the banter gets better and our back and forth gets better, which I think in the end makes for better interviews because we can feed more off of each other. Right. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing. And just once you do it more and more, it becomes more and more comfortable to just kind of put out a good episode and be a little silly or say something you might not have said because you, you know, overthought it or whatnot. Okay. So I think it's just easier. Like I find it's easier. It's more relaxed. It, it feels more genuine and less forced. Okay. And I, I mean, I don't feel like it was very difficult though when we started. I, I felt like our rapport, um, obviously has gotten better, but I feel like it was pretty easy off the bat. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. definitely. Like, it, I, I think and that's important because you have to have somebody that you can kind of hit it off with if you're going to do a podcast, and especially if it's going to be something that you do weekly or, you know, biweekly or even every month. You have to be able to get along well and chat and have a good sort of back and forth or it's going to be really boring to listen to. Right. Uh, well, especially since I was just some rando dude on Instagram who who messaged you. Okay, yeah, but it wasn't a creepy message. I get some weird messages. That was not a weird message. No, um, yeah, I forget exactly what I wrote, but I, I think I was pretty plain Jane in that message. Like, uh, I'm not a creeper. It's <laughs> not. I'm, I'm like a married dude. I'm not a creeper. This is. I'm not, not propositioning you at all for, for <laughs> sex or pictures. What I'm proposing is a podcast. Not, not anything more than that. Um. Which, you know, I, I've seen some other messages some girls get on Instagram and wow, they are they are a little bit um they're forward is what I would say yeah. about them. You know, sometimes with forward thinking pics and uh yeah. Yeah. A lot of dick pics going around on Instagram. Yeah, and I think <laughs> well, and it's it's easy too. Like you can kind of tell when you actually get a straightforward, genuine message and then i mean talking to somebody on skype after that you're kind of like yeah you're creepier no you're probably okay oh uh, yeah so obviously 
we've decided that Johnny wasn't creepy because here we are a year later. Yeah, I mean, I might be creepy, but not in ways I'm revealing here. Who knows? Okay. Who I, knows? I don't. I actually don't find uh, any of my behavior very creepy. I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty much what you see is what you get. Yeah, but that's a better way to be. It's yeah. more genuine. Yep. There's. Uh, I'm not. Like, oh, I wonder what Johnny did last night. Well, he probably organized some of his video games and logged some stuff in and watched a movie. That's probably what happens <laughs> just about every night. Maybe he played some video games if he had time or did work at home because he's uh, a busy individual. That's like, that's what you see is what you get. Yeah, well, that, that's good. I'm kind of the same way. I'm a little bit more probably silly and goofy outside of the podcast, but that's all right. Okay. Well. We'll we'll try and bring some of that out. Good luck. Good luck. All right. Good luck. Fine. Just be professional all the time. I'll be the weird unprofessional one. On I wouldn't podcast. say you're unprofessional. You just have rants. That's yeah. all. Okay. I'm gonna ask. Uh, what has been your favorite pickup of the year? Like, because we that's part of what we do every year. You know, every episode we talk about pickups and playing. So uh, I know. Take a second and think about that one. Yeah, I was like, that's not one that I think I can think of off the top of my head uh, actually you know what maybe i'll be a little bit generic in a sense that there have been in the past year some good boxed game boy pickups i think that's probably what's been uh the most memorable because like we talked about in, in other episodes it seems like it's really hard to get game boys games that you have the boxes and the manuals those just seem to get lost so i would say some of my favorites have probably been the game boy pickups just because they've been interesting to me Okay, I was actually going to suggest one for you. And you okay, what would me, that be? Um, your your Japanese Game Boy. Yes, that is also a good pickup, um, just because it's something a little bit different and it was in really good condition. So yeah, absolutely. I hadn't even thought about that, but that kind of ties in with the Game Boy game, so I like yeah. that even better. Yeah, that that that's the one I thought you might go to, but yeah, I figured I would uh, remind you. Yeah, no, I, I think that is definitely, I think that's definitely a good one, just because they're things that, you know, you don't see as much, and, and I think that's why I like them, and it's something doesn't have to be rare or really expensive for it to be memorable for me, it just has to be something that maybe I don't see as much, or it's more exciting, because I'm not going to get the chance to get that again. Right, right, uh, you know, the, how expensive, like, you know, I bought mountain bike, speed racer mountain bike rally combo cart. That's not my best pickup of of the year. That I mean, that's a great pickup, but that's not that's not the most memorable one to me or anything. I mean, what would it, be your most memorable? Because you've had a, a lot of buying this year and a lot of things. So what would be okay. the most memorable? It yeah, it has been. You know, this year was supposed to be more relaxed, and it, it like this is might be my most intense year of collecting. Yeah, honestly. Um, that mountain bike rally was the most expensive single item so it gets it gets some distinction there and it had like the creepiest story like you know nighttime in a parking garage you know exchanging money with some dude in like a bad area of la so that was you know that was interesting i um, like that there is like a, a legitimately very interesting story to go along with it yeah yeah i'm glad there is like some story to go along with it um, like this year, there's been some, like, I, I liked that I started to curate my PS2 collection. So I'm going to okay. be a little generic too. So I got a lot of good PS2 pickups this year and NPS1 where I was like, because I also finished Super Nintendo this year. So that was like a 
a big marker. So it wasn't like one Super Nintendo game. It was just like all of those Super Nintendo games finally finishing that up. I, I got some like really good buys. I found some deals, which again, we talk about how that's kind of hard to do. But I I went to some conventions and found some stuff. You know, there was like that big Vita lot I got. I got like a big 3DS lot. Bought all these freaking Wii games that are just currently drowning me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think the PS2 curated stuff and the PS1 curated stuff is really interesting, especially because normally I'm strictly like set, collect, set, collect, you know. Right. And this was like, I'm only going to buy the stuff I like. So that was uh, refreshing. And I got to do that for a little while. And now I'm back in set mode again. Um, but yeah, finishing the Super Nintendo set is really like the biggest pickup. So getting all those games done and their boxes and stuff, that that's really the thing. Okay, well that's, I mean, those are all amazing things. And I feel like it's kind of hard to pick one thing. So sometimes being more gener- generic is easier because sometimes it's not just maybe one thing. It's the process of doing something. Yeah, I mean, it, it was all working towards one goal to get that Super Nintendo stuff done. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, there's so much shit I bought this year. I mean, it, it's if we went through how many numbers of games that you bought, I, I think we'd be like, oh, my God, that's a, a ridiculous amount. Would you like to know how many games I bought? Yes, actually, I would, because, of course, you have this organized. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you exactly how many games I bought. I uh, cannot, so we'll just leave that to Johnny and his organization. How many games? I, I, I'll let you guess. How many games do you think I've bought since last October? I'm going to go with, like, can I go with between 1750 and 1800? That's a, that's a solid guess, yeah. Yeah, you can go with a range. Okay. And um, you're, you're too high, though. Okay. Like, that's too many, but you're very close. And the number is 1600. Oh, I was really close. Yeah, you were really close. But 1,600 games. To put that in perspective, I only have about 7,500 games. Right? Yep. So I got 1,600 of those in this span. Yeah, that's insane. In a one-year span. Yeah. In fact, I'm like, what the fuck have I done? What did (laughs) I do? What did I buy? Yeah. How much money did I spend? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, don't look at that. Sadly, I can look at it. Yeah, I know, but you might not want to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I don't want to. Like, yeah. I was... Holy God. Uh, Like, here's some perspective, too, on, like, what I was still buying um, since we, we started this podcast. I had not completed my NES set when we first started. I was very close. I hadn't completed Super Nintendo either. So that was like, uh, like both of those sets were still in play. Like, they'll, you know, let's see. I bought Chubby Cherub and Baseball Simulator were some of the last games I got for the Nintendo. Oh my goodness. Yeah. It feels like that was forever ago, though. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, they were, it was right as, it was right as we started the podcast, actually. Um, so actually, by the time we record the first one, I think I had just finished Ness. Yeah. But um, it was in that month of October. Yeah, that's insane. It does, it feels like it was way longer ago than that. Yeah, like in Super Nintendo, that uh, was like, you know, still buying that in like March and April. 
Well, let's see. Let's see. When was the last Super Nintendo game was bought in like June? Yeah, so June. June was that wasn't last that one. long ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. So yeah, that's uh, that's it. Well, I I think you've had a good year of collecting, shall we say? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, like I said, it's been intense. Uh, next year will not be this intense. No, well, I feel like you get to a point where you you wind down and you're just like, no, I kind of feel like I've I've got what I wanted to get or I've gone where I wanted to go. Yeah, there. I mean, well, lucky thing about games is there's only a finite amount of them. So right, how far can you go? Um, oh. Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you say that, but I mean, I'm going to finish up Wii, I think. So that's like a, a thing. So that'll probably be my focus for this year. Okay, well, that's good. That That's a, a reasonable focus, but I feel like you'll break off into some other things. Yeah, pro- always. But uh, yeah, what it, what what else has surprised you? Like, we can kind of go back to this year. Like, what has surprised you from where you were to where you are now as far as collecting from this past year? Well, I think for me, it's just slowed down a whole lot. Like, I just kind of got to a point where, like, you know, I'm kind of content with what I have. And it's brought me back to a place of actually playing more things, which has been exciting for me, as opposed to just got to get this to finish something or got to get that. So it's, I guess, in the last year, things have become even more enjoyable for me. Okay. Yeah. When are you going to finish that N64 set? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to finish the N64 set. How many are you at? Oh, there's not that many to go. It's just, I don't know. I just don't just, know if I have the drive you gotta do to it. do it. I, I'm enjoying playing and just, like, enjoying my games right now as opposed to collecting. And I don't know. I just feel like at this point it's not. My thrill was always being able to find things in the wild, and now I'm at the point where it would just be, oh, go get this off of eBay or something like that. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. But right now it's just been fun to enjoy the games because I feel like I went for so long that it was just like, got to get this because it's got to get it off the list. And now I'm like, oh, I haven't played this. I'm going to try this. Or it makes it a lot more enjoyable for me. Yes. I mean, so that's a pretty big shift for you, though, right? So when we first started the podcast, you were like completely in buy mode. And yes. now you're oh, absolutely. More, more in play mode. Yeah. And it's it's fun. I, I enjoyed it more because I think it it was so long where it took a backseat to just getting something or just finding something. And and when it got harder and harder to find things in the wild and John and I couldn't go out and do what we usually did together, which was go and hunt for games. It was like, how do we shift this to really enjoying the process? OK. All right. So So not to say that something won't happen. Who knows? Right. I, I have I guess the thing is, is I'm letting it take me wherever it goes, but I don't have a set plan right now. And actually, I'm kind of it's kind of nice. I like it. It's working for me. All right. It's working for you. Got it. Fine, then. <laughs> you you I feel like you buy enough for like you, me and 18 other people. So we're good. <laughs> yeah, yes. I mean, te- like for for me, you and 14 other people, I'm buying 100. It's like still 100 games a year. Exactly. So I feel like, you know, while I figure it out, you'll have lots to fill in for what you bought. Yeah. It's like, okay, I could buy me, you, 14 other people, 100 games a year. And 100 games a year is still a lot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's not like every, I mean, I did buy some lots, so there was like a lot of that. But, um, you know, it's not like I bought a bunch of like junky titles completely either. There's some real quality games in this, in this, uh the stack of 1600 oh absolutely it wasn't just like you went out and bought all the sports titles or all the cheapest games or whatever no yeah so i mean 
And you want to hear like an upsetting thing about this? For me, that's like four games a day. Oh, yeah, that that sounds a little bit bad when you break it down like that. Yeah, like every day, four games are arriving. Holy shit. But that's not true because like I just bought like 550 Wii games and they, uh, you know, they came in one day. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. But if you break it down like that, though, and you had four games arriving every day, I think the impact would almost be more than having you know, bigger boxes or or decent-sized boxes arriving periodically. Oh, yeah. Four games a day would be overwhelming. Like yeah. Like if four packages every day showed up. Yeah. Can you imagine? Sadly, I kind of can imagine, yeah. <laughs> okay. Don't implement that. Yeah. I'm trying not to. <laughs> don't implement that. I, Resist I'm, the temptation. I'm going to try for the over the course of the next year to be under a thousand games. Okay. Well, considering of what it was this year, I feel like that's better. Yeah. I wouldn't say conservative because that's by no means conservative, no. but it is. No, it's still not practical. I think it's practical for you. Yeah, well, it, it's something I do. Let's not get into whether it's like reasonable because it's not. Uh, yeah, no, this is the journey of uh, a person who's not who's not doing it one hundred percent right. Like, why do I have so many games? Anyways, uh, it doesn't matter. On. You have them. Yeah, I've got them. I can afford them. It's my life. Don't tell me yep. how to live my life. <laughs> Not going there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I think one of the things I want to do, too, is an episode where I break down the whole collection and, you know, we share that with people. Because, you know, I, I am very much about sharing my process, how much I paid, you know, where I find my games and everything. But just, like, break it down, like, by year, how much did I spend? How many games did I get, like, in each of these years? I, I think that's an interesting thing. I would be make. interested to know because you have such a huge collection. It's when did it really come from a point of being like, oh, this is a good size collection to like, holy shit, this is ridiculous. Um, yeah, I, I think we hit holy shit ridiculous about two years ago. <laughs> yeah, but I would find that interesting, let alone, yeah. you know. All right. Yeah, I wonder if th- this is probably the most games I've ever bought in a year. I would imagine. I would hope so. <laughs> Yeah, I, you know, I don't know because sometimes, like, uh, you know, I find lots. That, like, there was, there was a period back when I first started collecting where I was finding all the Genesis games. I mean, I don't think I went over six hundred, but I mean, I think I found like four hundred Genesis Genesis games in the wild in one year. Oh my goodness! Yeah, and that was. Well, we'll just have to stay tuned for your your episode on that to figure out ex- or to learn how many games you did buy in those other years and see if you topped your sixteen hundred. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Like. To, I mean, to further put that in perspective, a lot of people don't have 1,600 games in their collection. That's insane. Yeah. No, that is insane. So, um, let's see. What else? What else we got? What else from this year um, did you find memorable? I don't know. I think we covered a lot of the memorable things. I mean, through to favorite guests to favorite episodes and, of course, some surprising things in there. I feel like we, we did kind of a good recap of a whole year. All right. Well, we did you feel me missed anything? Well, I would like to know what your favorite intro music has been, but maybe you don't have it since I'm always the one who puts those together. I'm going to leave the favorite intro music to you since you pick it. And I know you put a lot of thought into it. So I'd like to know what your favorite intro music is and also what you felt was the most ironic, because I know sometimes you pick things because it's a little bit funny or whatnot. So I want to know if you have like one that was just a little bit ironic and you love it because of that, and then what your just favorite was, or favorites if you can't narrow it down. Okay, well, I mean, yeah. I, sometimes I, you know, I'm being funny for me. Uh, yeah. You know, a, a lot 
a lot of the choosing of the intro music is uh, just for me, usually. Um, in the Vita episode that we, we did with uh, Metal Slugger, we had, I did Livin' La Vida Loca, which is not Vita, yes. but it's it, a, a little bit of a wordplay there. That was amusing to me. Uh, in the multiplayer episode, I did the Friends theme song, which I, again, and then in the sequel episode, uh, I did Oops, I Did It Again uh, for, you know, Britney Spears. Yeah. Th- those were all pretty amusing to me. Yeah, that's, I feel like those are all good picks. And for anybody who hasn't maybe caught on, Johnny does put a lot of thought into what intro songs are going to be for the episode. Yeah, you know. I, I do. I probably the part of the show I overthink the most is the damn intro music. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'm just like, oh, I have something, and here we go. But you know, like the the episode where we talked about me and flip flops, and then that got us onto like if that would be like how you could get used to wearing a thong. If you yes. can get used to wearing flip flops, you can get used to wearing a thong. Yeah. So then the next episode, just to like kind of touch base on that again, I did like. Cisco the thong song as the intro yes and I don't know if people caught that I, I did hear people mention that they liked when we had the careless whisper intro yeah so yeah I, I would be curious to for those of you who do pay attention which ones you guys like yeah because I think that would be interesting because I feel like we all maybe gravitate towards things for slightly different reasons so I, I'm kind of interested to know too yeah I, well, which ones did you notice you know um, so, you know, some, sometimes you don't notice, sometimes you do like with Haiti, I did Ace of Base, uh, because they're, they're Swedish. Yes. You know, uh, and that, like, that's a pretty loose tie, but that's what I did. And like rose colored gaming, I did seal kiss from a rose on a face, on the face, you know, yep. just cause Hey, it says rose and you know, that that's kind of where I go, you know, just like, how can I, how can I do this? You know, how can I, I work something into the title? Like, uh, when I did the Marvel episode, um, and I did all the, the Captain America games. Yes. I did Civil War by Guns N' Roses because the latest Captain America movie was Civil War. So, yes. So, yeah, I don't know if people uh, have realized the way, the lengths and breadths I've, I've gone to to try and tie the intro music into what the topic was. Well, then it'll be interesting to hear what everybody's favorites were. Yeah. Yeah, I would like to. I want to hear about it. Tell me. Tell <laughs> You're me. Like, I, I need to feel validated yeah, for my music choices. Please validate me. I need it so bad. Because <laughs> that wasn't creepy or anything. I, I don't know if that's creepy. It's it's desperate. I don't know if it's creepy. Well, anyway, moving onward. I, I mean, it could have been creepy. Like It could have been like, please validate me. Okay, yeah, that's creepy. (laughs) We can't have one episode without something creepy. Yeah. Well, we can have, we have episodes without, like, now you're calling me creepy. I'm not creepy. We already went over I'm not creepy. Let me rephrase. Not something creepy, but something where you have a voice or an impersonation or something like that. Yeah. Look, people have come to expect this. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I I come to expect it, so I imagine everybody else has also. Right, yeah. So that sorry for the heavy breathing into your eardrums if you were, you know, if you have headphones in. I'm, I apologize because that's a horrible noise to hear in headphones. That's all right. You only did it for a limited amount of time, so it's fine. All right. 
Okay, so let's see. How how are we going to close this out? Oh, I know. Let's do what we always do. Hey, Kat, what didn't you buy this month? I didn't buy anything. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) Sweet. Okay, what did you buy? Because that's the world, usually. Uh, I bought some more Wii games. That's what I bought. Uh, I went to that trade event. I picked up, uh, you know, just a couple little, like, PlayStation items. Oh, I got some more Game Boy games. That was cool. Awesome. Um, I, I found, I posted it already. But I found that amazing penguin for a Game Boy in box, which yeah, I don't know if you cool. saw it, but it it's kind of an expensive game, and like the box is really beat up. But I found it for pretty cheap, so that was cool. Like, yeah, so it was a good trade off for for quality versus price. Yeah, well, like I, I don't know, I I got that in Kirby Block and Ball, which I also just bought like literally last week, but I got these two together for $75. Oh, that's awesome. So, I mean, and they're in box. So I'm going to try and turn the Kirby one. I'm going to try and trade it because I already got a Kirby. So now I have an extra Kirby blocking ball I need to trade. Um, And yeah, so I'm going to try and trade that out and find something else. Awesome. Uh, get, so if I can get like $30 for that game, then the, you know, then amazing, or then it only cost me like $40 for Amazing Penguin. I think the last one sold for like two hundred, three hundred dollars. But oh I think well, it, then you did really good. Yeah, but I think it was in a nice box. This one, like, I don't know. Like, you can buy the cart for like twenty bucks, but the box on Game Boy is always the problem. Right. Exactly. But it does have the manual and all the inserts, so like that was cool. Yeah, that's a good pickup then. Yeah. No, I I feel really good about it. That's good. Um. Well, what are you playing? I know you've been playing stuff. Yes, I'm building my pirate ship on Minecraft, which is coming slowly, but it's coming together. So are we going to get up to a point where you post photos uh, like on Instagram, like once in a while you like show us what the hell's going on? Yeah, because like, I have created an extensive world. It's a little bit ridiculous. Like, I think maybe you need to do like a, a short video, maybe in one of your stories. Like yes. on Instagram, you need to give us a, a brief view of your Minecraft world. Okay, I can do that. It's it's vast, so it might be in a couple months, but maybe I'll start doing little glimpses here and there. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think that's that's good because it is extensive, but um, I'm not going to put up anything of the pirate ship until it's finished. So, but maybe we'll share some things of other stuff and keep. Well, yeah, cool. work us up because I know it goes down to like a dock, right? So you can like get us right before the dock, and then you can give us the payoff video later. Yeah, that sounds good. I can do that. Okay, cool. All right. Yeah, and me. What have I played? Well. I hate myself, so I downloaded the new Call of Duty. Oh, how was that? Um, I I've literally only got to play it for ten minutes, and I actually have not played the 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 new one. I've been playing Modern Warfare Remastered. Okay. I'd say ten minutes, but I got to play like three matches online. And man, I I actually started on Modern Warfare Two, so I'd never played this one. I don't know the maps very well. There's a few that were throwback maps, so I, I recognize them. But yeah, I got my ass kicked. It was that was rough. I was <sighs> like, my my KDR is totally in the in the shithole. I I got man, it just noobed up on me. I was I was oh I was bad 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 bad. It went down poorly. So yeah, but anyways yeah. And you say you did you hear I downloaded it? I didn't even buy the physical edition. I know that seems so weird for you. Uh well like with the Call of Duties, I prefer to have them downloaded. Okay. Because that's a game I turn on, you know, sometimes when I don't want to think. 
Right. So I just, I don't want to switch discs and stuff. Like if I'm in the middle of another game or something, I don't want to pull that disc. I just want to be able to pull that up real quick for 10 minutes and then do it. I also think the game runs better downloaded. Okay. Well, that's, so. that's good. And I mean, if it's not a game you want for, you know, collecting value, you just want it to play, then obviously physical content isn't as important. No. And like, honestly, if I want the physical copy, then, you know, in a, in a year and a half or whatever, it'll be 15 bucks somewhere and I'll grab it and throw it in the collection then yeah absolutely okay so i i think that that's good i think that brings us to a good close yep all right a recap of a year of collector's quest yep we, we've done it i mean and we will do in january like oh how was the year so we'll try not to touch back on everything but we'll, we'll talk about how we were doing on our goals because we did list some goals last year so i'm excited yes. to see how we did and how they've changed yes absolutely because yeah. that's important and being, new goals going forward. Right. Being able to check and adjust and, and realign yourself and know when you're succeeding, when you're failing, or when you just need to move on is is an important skill. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, all right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Kat, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Catsylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A. And you can find me at Johnny underscore Iucci. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y-I-U-C-C-I. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us for one full year. We appreciate all the followers we've gotten, and uh, we appreciate you guys telling people about us. Keep doing that because that's really good for us, and we'll try and keep putting these out. Oh, I want to tell everyone before we go, we are not here. Um, on what day is Cat? What, let's, uh, let's tell them now. Okay, hold on. Let me pull up the calendar make sure I have the right date. Uh, we're not going to be here on the 14th of November. That's correct. On the 5th of December. And then, of course, we're going to be into Christmas in not too long. So we'll be gone on the 22nd, or sorry, the 26th of December and January 2nd. But we'll be back on January 9th with our normal weekly podcasts. Right. And we I've already got some guests like coming up lined up that I know you guys will be happy with. We, you know, moving into the second year, I'm feeling good with some of the people we're going to talk to and uh, some of the people I'm going to try and get on the show. Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, everybody. We will talk to you again and again. Well, that, again, again. How many times again will I say again? <laughs> I don't know. You tell me. Um, I'm going to go two more times. Again, again. All right. Bye.